Okay, welcome back to the Make It Count podcast. This is going to be our fifth summer short episode. We've done one on exercise, done one on journaling, sleeping, reading, and today we're talking about eating together. Nice. Yeah, or mealtimes, food, all of these sorts of glorious things. In nah. fact, pause this, make a meal right now, get some people and listen to it whilst you're eating. Or you could listen to this and then you know how to do that even better oh, on the yeah. other side. Sorry, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. So I remember was it a couple of years ago, we were with a lot of people from a lot of different places and you end up talking about the mundanities of life. Right? What traditions do you have in your family, in your culture, in your lives? And you think, oh, we don't have traditions, you know, just do these things. And then people are like, what? You do what? And so you have those sorts of conversations and I'm realising that, oh, growing up, we always had food and mealtimes together. It was a priority. And actually, when we ate was less important than the fact that we would all eat together. And so sometimes I might be going out to football training that evening so it's like okay in order for us all to eat dinner together we have to eat at quarter past five which is really early yeah but other times you might have something after school or a little bit later and it's like okay today we're eating at 8 30 p.m mm. and so we had this really broad range of like <laughs> potential dinner times of when we would eat but it was always a priority that we would eat together mm. and i think we both experienced a lot of value from that and yeah, so that's what we're talking about today, eating together, the importance of that habit. Not a great story to start, because <laughs> I couldn't think of a specific one. Uh, but generally, I think that's just the habit our family, many other families have had together. And I couldn't really imagine the idea of just eating separately, having mm. a 10-year-old going and eating their food independently of the parents, independently of their brother or siblings. And uh, so, yeah, it's just... It was that was almost like a. That's, everyone does this, don't they? Everyone eats food together. This is the the meal time. But as we both look back on it, we see a real richness in our lives as a result of having those meals together all the time. Absolutely, absolutely. I suppose for me, I would say that those experiences we would have, you know, adults would come round for food, like a family or, or fam- uh, friends from our sort of parents pasts and and they would have food and we were invited to well there was there was a period in which we were expected to stay at the table for a a period after the sort of the food had been finished and then we were released to go and play or whatever and and what that did is that exposed us to conversation Mm. adults conversing and also being included in that sometimes a lot of the time it was just kind of listening me like what's going on (laughs) but you would then sometimes be asked a question or invited to ask a question and when we went on the the loggers hope going around latin america invited around local people's houses uh, and shown hospitality it really took me back to those places because oh, i'm used to slow food i'm used to meals taking a while Whereas you think it's a real shame when we just treat it as as if you're going to the petrol station or the gas station mm-hmm. and you just quickly put the hose in, fill it up, get out of there as quickly as possible. That's what I think so often we treat food like fast food. It's devaluing actually the experience. Mm. Uh, so Definitely. And there's an increasing amount of 
positive research and evidence into the importance of having meals together from the idea of socializing mm. the connection that happens between families when they eat meals together to learning how to communicate to step into each other's lives but also in a very practical way they reckon families that eat meal times together eat healthier wow and there's long lasting psychological benefits to eating food together so they were saying uh, i saw some research that talked about Kids that ate meals together are less likely to get depression, less likely to have um, all of these sort of mental health disorders. Or um, yep. And you think, well, it seems kind of obvious in reality, but actually many of us are not doing that. So, yeah. Matt, do you have a quote? I was I going mean, to ask was... you what quote you've got. Oh, okay. then I'll... You riff off that one. Yeah, exactly. Eating together, breaking bread together is one of the oldest most fundamentally unifying of human experiences. And that's Barbara Corderoso. Never heard of that before. And I think it's true. When we eat food together, that's a really unifying experience. We're sharing mm. that experience of, of hopefully great food, but actually of one another. Yeah. No, I love that. Absolutely. Um Oh, I'll dive in with my quote. I've got nothing I was going to say, there were so many other quotes There's there. So there many. were so many like, good Once ones. Again, I was like, this one was a simple one. There was literally a smorgasbord of quotes to choose from <laughs> um, for, for this particular topic. Uh, I, I, I'll hop onto that one. Nothing, not a conversation, not a handshake, or even a hug, establishes friendship so forcefully as eating together. That's mm. uh, Jonathan Safran Foyer. <laughs> <laughs> F-O-E-R <laughs> we'll put these in the show notes and I think that hops onto it it's, it's this case of it's because of around a meal time there is conversation but it's more than just conversation it's not standing conversation it's, it's we're sitting we're sharing meals together mm. um, and even one of the other quotes mentioned how it's even been formed into a peace making ritual mm. breaking bread with each other and so mm. it's like oh there is something powerful about we share food we also then share our hearts. Yeah, and I wonder if that goes back to some of the history of like, hey, someone was trying to poison your food and you are eating the same food as them. It's right. like, I can trust you because we're all eating the same food. Interesting. But I think maybe that's just a, a historical artifact, but I still, like you said, there's a deep connection. I mean, so one of the quotes I think talked about some of the most, the deepest spiritual connections were around a mealtime yeah. or around a, a table sharing food together. Yeah. So I think we really see a value in it in our own lives. The research apparently really suggests this is really valuable for adults and children. Mm. And, and I think for us, that's the thing. It's, it would be easy to be like what ships passing in the night is the image, isn't it? But actually when you have to, and even if you live in the same house, that is true. But when you sit down to eat a meal together every day, there's a shared, oh, how was your life, you know, day? What did you learn? What did you discover? Mm. So, Matt, do you have any tips? Absolutely. Uh, just one more thing. My own personal quote to this, I would say, or like a question to, to add to this, like that idea of passing in a night. It's so easy to just share a house. Mm. Um, but I think sh sharing meal times with each other helps us to not just share a house, but to actually share our lives because mm. it's a, context, a connection point. Yeah, I think there was a quote I actually saw. I don't think I added it to the list we put together, but they were like, the beating heart of a home is the table. Ah, 
Should just that's just a great quote. Yeah. Just left that in. <laughs> great. Well, you've you've had a few extra ones now. I think I think I didn't put that one in because it wasn't attributed to anybody. So yeah. I was like, hmm. If you can find that quote, who who it's attributed to, let us know. Right. Tip number one, I would say, just make it as regular as possible. Mm. So I don't know if there's like a one of these sort of cutoff points. If you do it three or four times a week, that's when you see loads of benefits. But I would just say, as much as possible. If you're in a, you know, we're in a shared home, even if it's not your family, but it's it's housemates, do it as much as possible and encourage people as much as possible, mm. as many nights as week as possible, because it just is good. Mm. And yeah, you make it a habit because you make it priority. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things we see. In order to make it possible, though, it probably means you have to say no to other things. Yes. You have to make it a priority and you have to make it flexible and everybody has to want to do that because yeah. otherwise... You just carry on as you were. And it requires a bit of compromise from everyone, as mm. you said earlier. Sometimes we ate late, sometimes we ate early. Mm. And maybe you have to do that together with your household. Figure out how are we going to do this so that as many people as possible, as much as often, are eating together. Mm. Tip number two, I think, is everyone share something. Mm. Whether it's a story from the day, something you've learned, something you're processing, something just weird, odd, strange, emotion. There is an infinite number of things you could share, but everyone share something. Yeah. This, that's the connection point. That is the not one person proselytizing or preaching to everyone, but actually everyone mm. bringing something and sharing something of their experience of the day and how that went. I think mm. that's, that's the enriching part. Have you got a tip three? My final tip would be protect that space. Mm. Or a, a really practical way of doing that might make it more memorable is no phones at a table. Mm. So everybody present at the meal yeah i mean i was gonna say i'm gonna chuck a bonus tip in but just keep it simple you know sometimes we think we make cooking and the meal time have to feel like it's a huge and magnificent meal every time it doesn't have to be it can be something you can knock off in 20 minutes and sit down and just enjoy it it doesn't have to be a big event in fact actually minimizing that and making it just a, a it doesn't matter if something's spilt on the table or whatever. You're family together and you're connecting in that way. Yeah. So keeping it simple. Yeah. I think we could do a full episode on this. We could. I think and we, we could also add... I've, I've just had a few more tips come to mind, but we're going to hold back. <laughs> Hope you guys have enjoyed this Summer Short series. Let us know what you thought and what you think of this format, shorter format. Mm. And we will be with you guys next week. Yeah, back to a normal length episode. Ciao, ciao.